There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Andrew here from the Gallant Few after the Rangers B team lost to Monaco's what was that, elite group is what they wanted to call it. <laughs> uh, they, missed, they showed pretty elite talent out there today. Um, uh, just crisp play and maybe maybe just a little too much for the B team to handle um, after a, a break from the last kind of competitive fixtures. Um, they showed some good bright spells. Um, and uh, I think there's a lot to take away from it in terms of individually. Um, the team result wasn't what they've been hoping for, but individually, there was some bright performance. Would you agree with that? Definitely, aye. Um, interesting, we've just spoke to David McCallum, and we'll put the, the videos up of this at the end of the, the podcast. Spoke to David McCallum and Archie Stevens, and I thought he was wrong when he, he said that Rangers should have went on and won the game. Like if we if we go back to what we said at half time where the Rangers were creating, it was just a bit loose in the ball. Um but up against a top team. I mean this is like one of the top top sides um and that is Europe in France. Um and you could see that. Um they they moved the ball so well, but Rangers competed well. Um they said at half time it wasn't quite a three one game. And the second half it did kind of peter out, but um no, I think that we gave a good account of ourselves. Um, we seemed to learn from the mistakes that we made in the first half and were a little bit more stable in the second half, but I just didn't quite find that killer edge to get, go and get the second and third goal. Yeah, I mean, the goals that we conceded, as we kind of said at half-time, were self-inflicted. It's probably the best way to kind of comment on them. Um, it's just sort of some mistakes, not, maybe not doing the basics well enough. Um, and, you know, Monaco, as we said, good team, and then for their their age group in, in, in France and like they were certainly good enough to, to take those opportunities when they were given to them. You know, it, it's another instalment of the kind of best v best programme. They've had some SPFL Trust Trophy games. Um, notably, it was a lot more technical. Um, you get 
as Dave McCallum said, you get the kind of dark arts of the winning fouls against the kind of good teams. And we kind of seen that against Alawa when late in the game, Alawa were trying to, to kind of push. And, we, you know, we were quite smart with, with our kind of game management. Whereas today it was more, we're going to take the game through. And, and I think it was more, a, maybe we just got beaten in the gunfight. Um, they made a lot of changes from maybe that kind of alloy side. If you go and compare to that, that that SPFL Trust Trophy game, go compare like for like because of tomorrow. And David McCallum made some comments about this kind of the group. Would you would you think that you would be likely to see a, a couple of the kind of younger guys on the bench, even just to to make up the numbers, like in Europe? But maybe Zach Lovelace or even Bailey Rice is probably the main one coming into the squad tomorrow. Yeah, I'd say Bailey Rice, Zach Lovelace and um, Ross McCoslund will be in and around the squad tomorrow. Maybe even Cole McKinnon. Um, again, Rangers are short on numbers. Rangers are short on form. We're short on confidence, short of everything. So we need a wee bit of something different. Um, the, a, a team of 11, 20-year-olds isn't going to go and <laughs> turn our fortunes around, but they can add something different. And I think um, they'll be they'll be around the squad tomorrow, but oh, just going back to what you said there um, about David McCallum and talk about this different type of challenge and a different game and like almost a different gunfight. Uh, we did ask him about that and he made a real good point and I never really thought about it. This is what we're preparing the young team to to be able to do. Like at Rangers, you need to go and play, your, do your bread and butter against your St. Martin, your Motherwell, your Livingston, play against a low block, then you need to flick the switch and go and play a different technical game in Europe. You need to be able to transition to that and you know, I never really thought about that as one of the characteristics and one of the the abilities you need to harness in the young team as well. So I suppose that's the benefit of going for SPFL trust to best for best, but ultimately we want players in and around the and then around the first team, um, which you know, the circumstance might have forced our hands a wee bit, but we're going to see maybe three or four players on the bench at least tomorrow. One of the things that I asked David after the game, which we spoke about previously after Stenhouse Muir, um, was how kind of different individually the kind of progression for each players can be. I mean, we talked about, I said um, 05, 06 was the age group, but even it was quick to say there was all sevens in there as well uh, against you know a, a French side that had guys my age, your twenties, your twenty ones, you had two thousand twos so against two thousand seven. That, that almost it's similar almost to the kind of playing older older guys like in Scotland, but it had that youthful bite to it that was still something different. So I think you have to give credit to. You know the performance from the team individually, and I think they were set up very well. I think David McCallum said his half time they still still felt they were very much in the game. Um, so I don't, th- as you said, I don't think it is too much of a wild statement to say that Rangers B could have won today. No, but it's not. And like they, they were firmly in the match, and just to go back to what we said, uh, for them to miss the, the half time one, like they, they created a lot of chances and. Like they probably in another day could have took a, a couple of goals, particularly in the first half. But you know, they just weren't—they weren't, they weren't uh, tight and tidy enough at the back, and a couple of mistakes, poor positioning uh, allowed Monaco to play through them. Um, but 
when you mention that there's 16 year olds playing uh, against you know some 21, 22 year olds, and that's probably be expected. A lot of players have made the jump up. We talk about the the jump up for the B team and the first team, but that has to, that doesn't just happen straight away. That has to start somewhere. So we've seen a lot of you know 16 year olds move up two or three levels uh, for this game and over the last few weeks, which in that. That's what we want. We want players playing above their station, punching above their weight, so they get ready, so they so they can test themselves and see where they should be at, and to try and get them into the first team. If sixteen year olds are competing at this level, then they can compete regularly. That means then they can look above and start breaking into first team. Archie Stevens is somebody we spoke about, who's you know he's not one of the older ones, but he's certainly. Um, he, he, you know, he's no 16-year-old, he's, what, 19 now, so he's still a fair age, still a lot, a lot of time to develop, but he's taught about how he wants to chop at the door with the first team this season. That's what we want. Yes, uh, as we said, we spoke to David McCallum and Archie Stevens, and they'll be added on right about now. Overall performance from the guys today against a very good Monaco team. I thought we started really well. Um, could have been at least one potential two-up opportunities that we had. Um, the, we spoke before the game because we'd seen some footage on Monaco, we knew what level we could be at and where the problems would probably arise and that the bit that frustrates us the three goals at the get come from the exact problem that we spoke about where they were very strong in transitions, they were very strong as soon as they won the ball, they attacked the spaces that were open and the three goals ultimately come from that where we had control and we turned the ball over. Probably could be a little more streetwise and maybe stopping the game which you know you play against top teams sometimes you have to accept that might be what you have to do, we don't do that. You lose the goals as a result of that. The interesting bit from there is you can be watching the boys' personality and character and work out how they manage that, that scenario. And I've got to say, clearly the goal getting way back, it was an excellent goal from Robbie's cross and, and, and Paul Nieso's run forward. That helps them start to believe that, you know, that they're still in, in the game. And at half time they felt that was the case. But we knew that we had to be better technically and, and that's, that's a key moment against this level of position. So we felt we had moments where we had as much possession as them. We created some good situations, but we weren't good enough in their box at, at key times. But even punished three times as well. So. Um, these little games, um, it's, it's very easy to punish when you make a mistake and that turned out to be the case. How do you think the boys reacted to that discussion at half-time? Were you proud and happy with what you produced in the second half? Or do you think there were things uh, in an attacking sense that we maybe lacked to find that killer edge in the second half? Probably all of that, yeah. I think that, you know, at half-time the boys were... They knew that they could, they could find moments of control within the game, which is at this level you have to do. You can't turn the ball over too quickly. But they also knew that the, the moments would cause the problems that, that we, we've got to lessen them because you can't get away with that. You might do that against against teams that are maybe not at that level, but you can't at this one. Um, character and personality is key to play in this environment at any time. And, and that's something I felt the second half, at least, where the boys showed that, that we come out the second half and not lost the ball clearly, but disappointed that we've not carried, or not carried the Of course we did, but we never, we weren't clinical enough in their box, which is always key. Um, that, that's that's the, the, the kind of... These games, like I said to you, um, you've got your both boxes right, and as I said, we've got we've got both wrong key moments. Um, but I've got to say, I'm pleased with certain aspects of what they did, but not actually disappointed how we've lost the game. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I think it was quite clear that throughout the game, even in the moments that Monaco were pressing high, the boys were still trying to keep the ball on the deck and play through those lines. You mentioned character and personality a couple of times. So how much character and personality does it take to continue doing that? in those tough moments where maybe it would be easier just to try and play it long but to have that composure just to try and keep to your identity so to speak and is, yeah you want to keep to identity you want to make the best decisions um, and where, where we can we do want to play sometimes that decision might need to change based on the, the context of the game and the moment of the game and you know we'll, we'll be, a couple of times you'll look at that and see maybe we should have changed where we played maybe went a little bit longer through a couple of lines I mean, I see longer that it's not like we're just saying, you know, go along, we'll hope we can pick up the, the, the scraps. It's more about miss out the first two lines of pressure. We see, the footage that we've seen in Monaco was um, a game against Liverpool, I think about 10 days ago in the Premier League Cup. And we knew they were very aggressive in the way they pressed. They pressed forward. Um, not always necessarily in the structure, but with energy and just real intent to go after the game. So we knew that. We knew there would be spaces to play behind them. So we encouraged the lads to look for those spaces. We, we tried to encourage us to get ourselves into our own building structure so the identity that you speak about is still evident. Um, and at times we did that well, and at times we, we got caught, but that's part of the learning process. Um, like I said, sometimes you, you go through these stages and get close to the first team, um, decision making is key. So if you get to a first team, you must be good with the ball, and that's why you get there. But you need to make the best decisions as well at the same time, so that's what we're trying to encourage the boys to do. And I'd rather play more of these games um, and, and have struggles at times. Um, than go against teams that maybe don't give us that same challenge, that same energy and pressing, and therefore the solutions that we want to find are not there. So um, that's where it's enjoyable. Um, but naturally, players, football players, and um, we're all involved in football, and you want to go and do well within the game. Um, so they're naturally frustrated we've lost the game, but we'll look back in, in the key bits that we think we've done well and look at the areas that we know we need to do a lot better or make better decisions. And is that sure the value of the best we best programme on a wider scale there? That you are getting these kind of more unique challenges against a different opposition that you might not otherwise have got. Hundred percent, and let's be clear, that's a top team out there. Yeah. That that is a, you're not going to win against a team there that you should you should be comfortable going and and, and winning. We could we could have won that game. I'm I'm clear more ahead that if if with this, the way we lost the goals, um, because I look at the, some of the players that were involved in that, I know the level they can be at, and I've seen them do it so many so many times. So and. Um, the message to them is don't change. You just have to do what you do better because you're capable of doing it better and we've seen you do it so many times. So um, I'd rather face that opposition more frequently um, and have challenges. But I know if we, if we do go against that level again, again, then we perform similar to the parts that we did today, but less in the individual errors, and then you'll, you'll go be more competitive than the show then, for sure. You spoke before about the different challenges that the best, be, best games will bring compared to the Trust Trophy, for example, where against um, uh, first team, first teams in Scotland. How much of a challenge is it to transition between the two types of games? Is that something that the squad's experiencing? Well, that's well, it is, but it's part of the reason why we do it as well. Because you know, if we look at playing for Rangers first team, you're going to experience that anyway. Um, we want to play in Europe. We want the last to be used to playing against that level of team, and you know, irrespective of the 
a B team environment or or going against a, a first team environment. They still need to defeat. It's different style of football. It's different ways of playing. Different challenges they face. You go against a Scottish team. You're right. It is different. But that's the bread and butter. That's the bit you need to go and deal with on a day to day or a week to week basis anyway. So the different experience is important. The variation of what we're doing is important. We enjoy it. Um, we as I said, uh, players get into these environments now with belief. Sometimes that belief gets knocked when you make a couple of errors, but you need to find it again because it comes at you quickly. So that's, you know, we'll get this level of game again very soon. We've got some exciting games coming up between now and Christmas. Um, won't always be Irish, clearly, but, but it's still the same sort of feeling of playing against that different style, that European style. And the lads have done that today as well with probably four or five players that could have been involved in the game that are not for, for different reasons. And um, some are, are being involved with the first team training today that may be involved in the, the game today, but that's why we exist. That's why we exist, and, and it's pretty excited to hope and see that some of these guys may get part of the um, the game um, tomorrow. So, but the challenge, or sort of the exciting part of that, is when they move to that stage to go and be involved in that group, then one or two are involved today that might not have been. Um, and that's another experience for them that they can tick off and hopefully keep looking forward to as they move through, through their own journey. You spoke to me in, uh, after the previous games in the, in the Challenge Cup that these guys, you need to remember these guys are all fives or sixes. How important is it to maybe, as you said, when you maybe make a couple of mistakes, you need to go and pick them up, especially at this kind of key point in their development? Well, it's interesting that because we, as staff, we've got to do that because that's part of the job. We want to challenge them, but we need to support them. So it's not when somebody, when something happens that's difficult, that we, it's not the same. you stay on the challenge, you need to help them through that moment because ultimately that's, that's the journey of being a young football player. We had players in that pitch today were born 2007 uh, against players in the Monaco team that were born in 2002. So there was a, a wide range within within the game. Now, don't get me wrong, we players at that older end of the scale as well in terms of 03s and 04s. But when younger ones are in that environment, and it's interesting because there was a moment in the first half, I think Chris Eady, who's 2007, played the vast majority of the game, has played most of the games under 18s this season. Um, something happened in the first half where it didn't quite come off. And I'm listening to Robbie Fraser, who's standing next to me, he's a 2003, travelled with the first team squad out to the European game during the week. And the first thing he does is go and pick him up and give him a little bit of support and a bit of encouragement because he needs that. Um, it's the same as any young lad that goes into a first team environment, they need that from the older players as well. So that's part of the bit of a young player. You'll get support, you'll get challenged, um, but it's good when it's not just the, the staff that do it. It's good when you hear the, the, the kind of more senior players in the group take that onus and, uh, and help them through it. But actually, to be fair, I'm also listening to Mason Munn, the goalkeeper of 2006, and you know, when Ibrox is quite quiet, when in terms of the, the fans not being here today and our, our minimum numbers, um, you can make someone in 2006 find his voice, his personality and character and try to get information and support to others as well. So um, you find a lot of players in these, these scenarios and what, what is, is almost irrelevant, but it's good when you hear things, uh, people take some responsibility at key times. Okay, guys. Thank you very much. Archie, we'll be in a couple of minutes, okay? Cheers. Challenge against quite a good Monaco team out there. Yeah, very, very strong side. Um, these are the sides that we want to test ourselves against. Um, good opposition, um, so lots to take from the game. Obviously, we couldn't quite get the result in the end, um, but there's lots we can take from it. A different sort of team for you to be involved yep. in uh, today for this level, considering a few guys are not involved that might normally be. How yep. did you enjoy taking that responsibility of being kind of one of the main attacking guys this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean we've always got new boys coming in and like new faces but we're we're a good team. We know each other well. We spend a lot of time with each other on and off the pitch. Um so I think we're still one unit we'll come together no matter if the team changes and that. Uh, obviously you've got some uh, some faces that stay the same but um yeah, still still a good team mate. How do you find that kind of challenge on the pitch? Is it enjoyable coming up against an opposition with such quality in their side? Yeah of course I mean there's obviously a, a buzz and a build up to it. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just the name and it's just the badge on the shirt. It's still a, a normal football game, 11 v 11. So as long as we do what we do best, I think we can beat anyone. 
Um, today, obviously, it didn't go our way, but yeah, we want to we want to test ourselves against these. So. Definitely. If you feel so for you as players playing against that kind of opposition helps you develop in a much quicker and better way. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you're going against the best. So, as we said, the best of the best program they put in. Um, so we're playing, we're testing ourselves against the, the top boys. Um, so we can take stuff off them. They can take stuff off us. And obviously, yeah, we're testing ourselves against the top opposition. So as long as we go there and put a good game in and get results against them, it's the best we can be. Been quite playing quite regularly for the B team and also yep. getting a good call up now. How are you finding your your own? Yeah, I think it's, it's been a positive start to the season, but obviously I've got to maintain that and hopefully um, I want to knock on the first team door this year. Um, I think I've, yeah, I've made a lot of appearances with the V team so far, so I'm grateful for that. Um, and then obviously everyone wants to get around to that side, um, so that's my, my main goal now. And of course, internationals and honour every time. Um, so it's something that, yeah, really excited for and I want to go there and put everything into it. How much do you take from guys like Ross McCausland, where you want King Adam Devine being yep. in and out of the first team? How much like, inspiration does that give you? Yeah, 100%, um, because obviously they're a few years older than us, so they've picked up stuff, they've been at the club for a while, so we can learn off them and they're good to go and challenge ourselves against. Seeing training every day, we can pick stuff up from the older boys and it's a good test to go and play against. Um, and then, of course, yeah, they're getting around there, so it gives me a kind of desire to get around there as well. Okay, boys. Happy? Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. 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 Thank you.